right, it's another episode of Scaling Bitcoin Sessions. Today we're joined by Bert, who has the Zion chain. And uh, our guest speaker today is Jean. Or, uh, could you uh, help me pronounce your name correctly? Because maybe it's John, for all I know. Uh, yes, it is uh, Jean uh, Bernd Fondue. All right, there we go. So how are you doing, John? Doing well, doing well. Excited to uh, to be on here. Awesome. I'm so happy to have you. Um, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking for a while now, you know, trying to set it up. So I'm really excited that um, we're, we're having the space now. Same here. So it seems like early on we have a pretty, pretty good crowd going. So hopefully, you know, um, if you're in the crowd, go ahead and share the space. Let people know, you know, it started. That way we can get as many people here to learn a little bit more about burnt and uh, what they do and um, we can announce our integration with Babylon and just you know talk a little bit and so definitely want uh, to get as many people in here as possible so uh, John um, my name is Eric we've been talking in the background a little bit about myself um, I heard about Bitcoin for so many years and all I heard was what was in the news and uh, you know didn't it didn't pique my interest I thought I was protecting myself uh, by staying away from it I just it, in my mind funny enough I was I always thought about it as evil PayPal that's the closest connection I could make to it I was like oh it's uh, I, it didn't really make sense to me like digital money so I was like it's evil PayPal that's what I would used to think and so, <laughs> so it wasn't until 2017 where a buddy of mine was like, hey, there's this new token called Ethereum. And uh, at the time, whenever Bitcoin was three thousand dollars, we're like, oh, it's already over. You know, that's that's unattainable. It's, <laughs> it's too late. late. Yeah, we missed it. <laughs> so you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. There, it's hilarious. But yeah, he um he kind of got me into this space, and so obviously I went down the rabbit hole, went through a lot of ecosystems, um, ended in the cosmos. Ended, you know, being a part of of Babylon, but it, it's been a crazy ride. A lot of bear markets, some bull, a lot of uh, diamond hands, um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crazy, yeah, a lot of craziness. You know, just you know, being part of a team that builds is always exciting. And so, um, I really enjoy getting to you know meet these new teams and just kind of like um, see kind of what motivates you and like where you came from. So I would, I would love for you to introduce yourself and for us to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, uh, my origin story into crypto is not, uh, that exciting, but it, uh, started, I guess, around the same time, uh, as you, I think around 2017 or so, um, started hearing a little bit about, uh, Bitcoin. I, I remember one of my uh, friends was telling me about this coin called XRP, and uh, and uh, you know uh, that's when it, it kind of uh, started uh, piqued my interest a little bit. And um, at the time, you know, it was it was uh, when it was first starting to to kind of come on the news, and people were starting to talk about it. And that's you know when it started having its big jumps, and and all of a sudden, you know. Uh, people were starting to pay attention. Um, so, you know, since, since that day I've been, uh, been following, uh, pretty closely and, and, you know, started working full-time, uh, in the industry, uh, a little over two years ago, uh, or so, and, and found my way also, uh, into the, uh, the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, as, as you, uh, as you said, <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. You know, two two uh, two to six years in, in the industry is uh, is a lot longer than than it seems. Uh, things move at at quite a quite a crazy pace. Um, You're but so right. Like every it's, time I say 2017, it feels like I'm saying a couple years ago, but it's, you're right, it's six years right. ago. <laughs> yeah, every time I look back, I, I can't believe it's it's already been that long. Um, but it's uh, it's incredibly exciting, you know, to uh, to to be part of it. I think especially over the last the last uh, year, year and a half, uh, as you know, a lot of the hype has died down, and it's been a lot more about you know what what are people building and and you know where where is the industry going, and and you know that's that's been what's uh, what's been really fun. Yeah, no, 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 you're you're so right. Um, so whenever you started to you know take crypto more seriously, um. Did like what were your thoughts at the time on Bitcoin? Did you like look into what it was about? Or did you just focus more on just cryptocurrency in general? Yeah, I think uh, I mean Bitcoin was definitely my entry. That was uh, I think definitely the first thing uh, that that I purchased. Um, and and just in general, it was it was always talked about, you know, as as the main thing. Even even as I started following, you know, some of the other ecosystems and stuff, it always seemed that you know the market was really moving uh, with Bitcoin. You know, whenever it went up or went down, it was always uh, based on on how it was doing. And um, so you know, it's and, and it's it's remained kind of uh, as as this sort of kingpin. And, and you know, I know it's it's uh, sometimes uh, pretty. Uh, it's like a controversial uh, uh, <laughs> project, um, as as I'm sure you you very well know. Um, but there's there's no denying that you know uh, the industry is where it is uh, because of Bitcoin, and and it's it's really paved the way for uh, a lot of the other really exciting developments in the space. And um, and you know that's that's always going to be there. Yeah. So you you've kind of uh, answered my question, but uh, I'm just going to ask it just in case you wanted to add anything else to it. So, you know, like you said, the, however Bitcoin goes, it kind of moves the market. So do you feel like that's fair? Do you wish that that wasn't the case? Do you wish? And even sometimes I'm surprised whenever I see even the general like stock market react to, you know, what's what's go, like Bitcoin reacts to what's going on there. So um, that, yeah. that part frustrates me whenever it's like, <laughs> they have nothing to do with each other. Why are they, you know, connected at all? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's 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 a good question. I I, I really think that um, the most important is is just the the industry as a whole moving in the right direction. You know, I don't think it should always be uh, one one token against another, and and because one does well, another shouldn't. You know, and and uh, like I said, I think uh, Bitcoin is uh, you know a big reason that that we are here today, and and. Uh, do I think that the the market's gonna keep tracking uh, Bitcoin ha- how it has in the past? I don't think so. I think, and and we've probably seen this, you know, over the past few years, it's, as it start to diverge a little bit, um, as you know, different projects take on their own, uh, you know, importance and and are going after different things and and are not as correlated. Um, but I think it's it's always going to be, especially if it's if it stays, you know, as as the the biggest market cap uh, token. It's always going to be, you know moving moving the markets yeah no de- definitely it's it's such you know um first mover advantage and it's just so solid how secure it is because of how you know the how much value it has now so it definitely um it'll be here for a long time um i wanted to ask you john um how closely do you follow bitcoin in general like news or just things being built on bitcoin 
You know, I'll, I'll be totally honest. The funny thing uh, about sometimes being in this industry is that uh, you you go down your own, you know, rabbit holes and, and your <laughs> own. You're part of, of you know, uh, things that, that you're you're building. And, and uh, you know, whether it's, let's say, when you're in the Cosmos ecosystem and you're a lot closer to the Cosmos news and uh, and things like that. So, um, of course, I, I hear about it. I follow, you know, some of the, the big headlines, but but sometimes I, I think back and I'm like, wow, I can't believe, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm in this industry and, and some of these things, you know, I'm not following as closely. Yeah. So like, I, I think one one good example is like, you know, ordinals, um, you know, I, I, I was hearing about it, obviously, and, and, and everything, but uh, personally didn't didn't uh, really dive that deeply into it uh, myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like you're, you've you been a part of, uh, you know, get inside of the conversations I've had with my friends because um, it, it's funny whenever you like start working on a project, it is true. You just kind of get narrow vision, tunnel vision, and you're just like so in tune and focused on what you're doing that um, like I used to kind of know what's going on generally in like a bunch of other ecosystems like XRP or Stellar, um, you know, just in general, like always like kind of like. Uh, just stopping by and seeing what they were doing. But now that you're working on Babylon and being in the Cosmos ecosystem, sometimes I tell them I'm scared that I'm in an eco chamber. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and funny enough, I mean, I think we'll, we'll probably touch on this a little bit later around this this uh, exact topic of, of being, you know, in, in an echo chamber and, and sometimes how it, 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 it can hurt, you know, the space in general. Um, but, I, you know, I, I feel bad because I've been answering your questions, but I, I also want to make sure, you know, that, uh, the, the audience gets gets to hear your take, especially, you know, working this closely uh, on a project, you know, related to Bitcoin would, would love to hear uh, from you as well. You know, how, how you feel about Bitcoin and, and you know, how uh, when you look at it in the market and how it measures up to other uh, currencies and, and yeah, just your take in general. Yeah, I, I think um, since I started working at Babylon, I've, you know, really been a bit, it's made me very pro Bitcoin. Um seeing its value go up uh, kind of helps um, sell our vision because we like, especially with BTC staking, we see it as this dormant asset that no one's using to be able to provide um, stability, financial stability to these chains, especially new ones that are coming on um, where it allows them not to have um, bad tokenomics from the get go. Cause we feel like, a lot of chains with when they do proof of stake, they're they're kind of forced. They're forcing their token to do many things that um, no one should ask any token to do. You're asking it to be governance. You're asking it to to be um, you know to have this this high value whenever you stake it. Um, and so you're you're doing these crazy APYs in order to convince people not to dump it when they get it. And so to me, it makes all these these tokens, these these protocols, these chains just have really bad tokenomics early on. And so um, for me, whenever I see the value of Bitcoin and just seeing how stable it is compared to everything else, um, it really does excite me because it really it it really um, kind of engulfs the vision that Babylon has as Bitcoin being able to work hand by hand, side by side with proof of stake chains. Um, so, yeah, definitely biased because I, I think that's really helped me a little bit out of the uh, Cosmos eco chamber um, and kind of start looking more towards the outside just to see, you know, what, what other people see like in Bitcoin. And I'm like, honestly, being a part of this team has made me appreciate Bitcoin so much more because of that. 
Yeah, no, that makes that makes a ton of sense. And uh, I, I do have uh, one question. I, I know this is a controversial one, uh, but, <laughs> you know, it always comes up anytime I'm talking, you know, about Bitcoin to, to anyone, you know, they ask you, uh, you know, Ethereum has moved to proof of stake and Bitcoin is proof of work and, you know, the environmental concerns. Like what what's what's your take on on that? Um, and, you know, I, I know this this is uh, this is a controversial <laughs> question, and, and uh, but but I think it's an important one to, to address just because that's that's usually the main reason yeah everything else people uh, are fine with but that's like the one concern that people have when they don't really know what's going on i, I feel like it's the one easy like thing to go against exactly. bitcoin with like yeah. like you know tesla was accepting bitcoin and all of a sudden people started complaining about the was <laughs> having and then he's just like okay no more like it like it was crazy like that's like the one thing but i've I wish I could tell you a hundred percent. Like I know what's the truth because I've read so many things where it's like, Oh no, that carbon footprint isn't actually what they're saying it is. And, you know, other articles saying that, yes, it's, it's bad, but I, I do see a lot of different um, miners and companies trying to make, you know, trying to make it green. Like I'm, I'm um, Hispanic. I'm from El Salvador. I was born in the United States. My parents are from El Salvador and our president, um, uh, Bukele, he's trying to make this green energy, use volcano nuclear energy to like mm-hmm. make Bitcoin miners. And so I think if it if it incentivizes people to find better green energy, I think it's it's good. Like, I'm, I'm OK with that, you know, so yeah, maybe right now it's not perfect, but I think it's going to put that pressure to to find, uh, you know, the right way of, of finding this green, green, clean energy. So, um, yeah, it, it is controversial because it's definitely like the one thing people can always say right now that kind of like a knock against Bitcoin. But yeah, I, yeah. I think I think maybe right now it's a little bit of a weakness, but it, I think it has a potential to turn into a strength. Yeah, no. And, and I, I appreciate you. Uh, you you indulging the, the question. I, I didn't <laughs> throw, throw you off in any way. But uh, but no, I agree. I think uh, from from what I've read as well, it's. Uh, you know, it, it's it tends to to go towards uh, sources of energy that that are uh, cheaper as well, and and use uh, sources that that are in excess. And and like you said, if it's also leading to uh, investment in in, in better uh, energy sources, that's that's also positive as well. Yeah, and now now that we talked a little bit about um, you know where I'm from, El Salvador, uh, I'm gonna kind of add a little bit to my journey uh, into crypto. It it, it it attaches itself to where I'm from growing up. Um, my parents, you know, we, we have all our family in El Salvador. My parents came here. They were running away from, um, civil war, uh, trying to, you know, have safety to, to be able to live. The stories they tell me are really grotesque, just waking up, trying to go to school and just having to step over dead bodies, uh, going to school. So it it was really, really rough. And when they were here in the United States, they were just working to try to, you know, make, lives uh, back home for their parents better, relatives better. And so sending money was such a backbreaker. Like you would send, let's say a hundred dollars and you have to pay 15, 20% of that in like in fees. And so um, just seeing the struggle where like that was a, you know, um, a meal for a day for a whole family, you know, like that's, it was such a huge amount. And so yeah. whenever, whenever, um, cryptocurrency like i saw like hey it's going to be able to give banking to anyone uh, and so all these third world countries are going to be able to have these transactions for less than pennies you know like that is what really like sold me into um 
wanting to be a part of what crypto was and, and, you know, really sold me on the technology. Um, having said that, I, I um, am very curious to see um, what your take is on like um, governments making cryptocurrency legal tender, like in El Salvador, the, the president has made Bitcoin legal tender. And so for me, like I'm all pro, you know, that happening for a lot of reasons, but a lot of people aren't because they were saying that the whole point of crypto was to keep government out of our business, you know? So I'm just curious what your take is. And then we'll, uh, I want to talk a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I will say I'm, I'm, I'm probably um, uh, not, not, not fit to answer the question the right way in terms of what are the effects of it uh, you mm-hmm. know, on, on the country and, and, you know, the second order effects in terms of uh, stability and, and, you know, a lot of times with monetary policy, that's what allows uh, governments to be able to do certain things. And so if they had lose control over that, uh, th- those things, then, you know, it, it, it might have some effects. But, um, you know, in, in general, I think from from what you were saying originally um, and, and the, the, the original use cases of crypto, I think that's what a lot of people uh, seem, seem to forget. And, and it's hard sometimes to forget when you're not uh, necessarily the the one that's dealing with these issues right and and this idea of cross uh cross border payments and and the ability to do that i think unless you're you know uh, the person that's confronted with that um sometimes you you don't realize uh the the struggles that that other yeah. people go through and uh so so both on that front but also like you said with the the instability of of, of currencies you know if if your money gets devalued uh extremely quickly and all of a sudden the wealth that you've accumulated over many years of working just evaporates like you know in those circumstances then uh it's it's interesting to consider uh, a, a monetary source that might be more stable so yeah. um yeah there's there's a lot of uh there's there's a lot of different takes and uh uh, you know, I, I I don't know if if I can give the most uh, educated uh, you know <laughs> response as as it relates to what are the the uh, economic you know uh, uh, impacts and stuff, but I, I can definitely see that um, it, it is uh, it, it is helping um, uh, people facing these issues. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. And one of the the things for me that makes me okay with governments doing this is mostly kind of a selfish reason uh, for myself it's just i i want to know and I, I want like the u.s and other countries to kind of feel pressured into telling us regulations you know like right now um i feel like there's no pressure into doing so they're just trying to take down a lot of what crypto is trying to build but if they see other countries having success with it i think it's going to put pressure on them to finally regulate because um, that's all I think what we want. We just want there to be regulations just so we know what we, we can do, what we can't do. And then we can go on. I, I think that's just been kind of like what's been holding crypto back a lot is just that, that fear of not knowing um, what the regulations are going to be. So I, yeah. I hope that, you know, countries like El Salvador put that pressure on countries like the United States and the UK and, you know, other places where um, they will have to come to terms and make some regulations. And so then we know exactly what we're up against and, we can proceed. 
Right. And, and even know how to comply because that's, you know, that's almost. Yeah, the, we want to comply. Issue, right. It's <laughs> yeah, like, we, like... A, lo- a lot of projects uh, uh, want to comply, are trying to do everything they can. And and sometimes it's just there's there's no clear guidance. Um, and, and so I, I, I totally agree. I think uh, if if uh, if the U.S. really wants to stay at the forefront and and, and be part of it, um, it's, it's very important for there to be clear regulation. Otherwise, as we've seen, you know, uh, things start to move uh, offshore and um and yeah I, I i totally totally hear what you're saying yeah no i pre- appreciate that um de- definitely you know like we're, we're, we'll see in a few years but we'll see how this all turns out it's definitely like a fun time to be alive and it's it's a fun to be a part of this to, to me it's so exciting you know um so i, w- I want to thank you because you know obviously burnt is not about bitcoin and you've given us 20 solid minutes of us talking about Bitcoin. So thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Um, I do want to switch the conversation over more to you um, and and Burnt and what you're doing. So could you tell us a little bit about what Burnt is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and you know, it's it's always fun talking about about uh, things and, and topics in the industry. So <laughs> you know, very <laughs> uh, and and great to hear. You know, also your perspective being being closer to, to Bitcoin and stuff. So definitely a pleasure. 100%, yeah. Um, oh, no, thank you. But uh, but yeah, so so Burnt uh, has a much more uh, fun origin story than uh, than, than mine was in, into crypto. <laughs> um, our our founder uh, Burnt Banksy, um, he he bought a Banksy painting. So uh, for those that don't know who Banksy is, he's, he's one artist. of the uh, famous artists in the world, exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, he bought a, a, a real life painting of it uh, and, and burnt it on, on live TV, uh, minted as an NFT and ended up selling it, I think, something like three or four times the price of the original artwork. And the the entire you know premise behind it was. Uh, at the time, uh, NFTs were, were starting to, you know, become uh, a little bit more mainstream. People were starting to hear about it, but a lot of people were, were questioning and, and still didn't, didn't understand really what, what, what is digital scarcity? You know, what, what does that actually mean for something to be scarce digitally? I can just, you know, take a photo of it and, and anything <laughs> that's online, you know, can be multiplied a million times, et cetera. And, and so this, this was kind of a, a little bit of a, a stunt to, to demonstrate, you know, this, this idea and, and tying the physical with the digital um and so that was you know the origin story of burnt that's also why uh we have these fun little nicknames uh at, at the company and i'm you know like i said burnt fondue our, our founders <laughs> burnt banksy um but yeah that's that that was how you know burnt started and um uh, we we actually started out uh, as a, an auction protocol on, on Solana, and we were building a lot of the early you know NFT standards, the collection standards. Um, we had you know a, a successful launchpad, etc. Um, but you know for a lot of the things that we were trying to do, and, and this has been the case uh, since the beginning of Burnt, was really to try and bring uh, Web three to to the mainstream and to everyday users. Um, and you know we we realized that, uh, like we were saying earlier, we were kind of uh, in, in a little bit of an echo chamber. And, and um, a lot of times in the industry, uh, builders are, are building in, in service of builders, of, of other builders, and, and sometimes forgetting, <laughs> you know, the, the end users on the other side. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, that, that led us uh, to, to building out, um, you know, the, the Zion chain uh, for the uh, past uh, about year and a half. And, um, and it's been, you know, really, really exciting uh, to, to see a lot of that um, come, come to fruition. And, uh, you know, we can dive into a lot more, but I just want to pause there. So I'm not <laughs> just rambling on. Um, oh, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Th- thank you. Thank you. I actually did have a, a question. So I was going to originally ask you about like congestion on Bitcoin, but I know that Solana had, I don't know if it still does, but I know that it did, you know, a few years back have a lot of problems with congestion where like the whole chain would stop. Did that, did that have anything to do with you guys wanting to you know, move from Solana? Uh, you're, you're putting me in some hot water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, you know, uh, absolutely. I think uh, some of the infrastructure um, issues that that we were running into had had something to do with uh, with you know trying to find uh, uh, a new place right for us home. to be able yeah. to build and and do what we wanted to. But uh, you know, it, it was it, about a let's say a, a year, year and a half ago. And and I know Solana's made some big jumps, and and you know really respect a lot of, of uh, what they've been building and so you know absolutely nothing against uh, the Solana ecosystem but but yeah. absolutely we did you know we did see that happen a few times when we had some some very you know successful launches mm-hmm. and um, yeah so you, you mentioned that you know you started in Solana and so a year and a half ago made the jump but so how how um, when did the burnt company start like how long ago was it like three years four years yeah burn started about uh, I think two and a half years ago. Uh, okay. And uh, we we were building out, um, you know, Zion a little bit in, in, in stealth before announcing it uh, earlier this year. Okay. So um, just for the audience, can you tell us really what's the difference between the company Burnt and then the Zion chain? Yeah, absolutely. I think the the easiest way to to think about it is is burnt is you know the the, the development entity and and kind of the core contributors to uh, the Zion chain. So you know how how you might see let's say like a, a Polygon Labs working on the Polygon yeah. project. That's what burnt is to uh, the Zion chain. Um, and yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so you guys were working on Zion for a while. What was your vision for Zion? Yeah, so um, you know the the vision uh, really was was the same from the start to be able to reach you know everyday users and and that's how we we really started to approach um, how we wanted to to build out Zion and and the the, the idea from the start has has been. How can we abstract away, you know, all these complexities uh, that new users uh, just do not want to deal with and, and frankly just get scared of and, and drop off? Uh, how do we abstract all that away to, to be able to enable uh, seamless user experiences? And, um, and that's really been, you know, at the heart of, of the Zion chain and, and, um, and that that starts from you know the user onboarding uh you know one of the biggest uh you know one of the most fun stats that that uh we like uh telling people is that you know just from wallets alone there's there's a 95 percent or more drop off in users uh when they're prompted to uh download a plugin for a wallet and yeah you know, just that that concept alone and, and once you've downloaded it then you have to go on and and uh try and understand okay what what are our seed phrases and then you gotta understand <laughs> what 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 do you mean i'm connected to one chain and i can change to another chain and how do i get money onto this thing etc so you know there's there's a ton so complicated. of yeah yeah there's a ton of complications there's a million steps for for 
for new users when when they're first interacting and and uh, and obviously that that leads to to a high drop off and so uh, you know we were really trying to figure out how can we um, you know abstract all those things away so that users don't have to uh, worry about their uh, or you know understand what a seed phrase is that doesn't mean that uh, they they don't still have uh, self custody over their assets and, and all the benefits but uh, you know making it a much more simplified way where that stuff is more in the background and 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 of course you know if uh, you know as they get more educated they can dive deeper into it but it doesn't need to be up front you know right yeah. when they're um, starting to to interact for the first time and um, and so that that abstraction that I'm talking about uh, takes on a lot of different um, uh, facets you know it, it starts like I said from from the onboarding but it also goes into uh, you know uh, the way that, that we have gasless transactions on the chain and uh, and so users don't need to understand what is gas what is this concept why why do I need you know to pay a little bit for this to go through etc um, you know we we've been working really hard uh, to be able to to also offer direct credit and debit card uh, transactions throughout the chain. Um, so that, you know, the, the user experience at the end of the day is, is a lot more familiar to users and, and it's more of a web two experience, um, where, you know, they can log in, let's say with email or socials. We're also working, uh, we're on, on face ID signatures, you know, making it a lot easier for, for users to first come on and then be able to transact directly with payment methods that they're used to. Um, and, and even uh, as it relates to the terms and, and the jargon that uh, crypto sometimes forgets, you know, has, has created all these weird <laughs> words that people just don't I know, understand. We, we take it for granted. We think everyone, you know, understands it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've come across that for sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of different uh aspects to, to how, how we're building this and, and, and obviously uh, on the technical side, the way we have, you know, uh, abstraction at, at the, the protocol level and, and how, you know, that re reverberates. I'd never say that word correctly, uh, but across, <laughs> you know, the, the whole stack. And, um, and it's, it's, uh, it's really exciting, you know, to, to be able to, uh, to see some of this come to fruition and, and, um, and, and realize that th this is like one of the big hurdles of, of uh, adoption in general. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree with you. And I love when I see protocols take this approach of wanting to make Web3 more accessible. And I think you're spot on in saying that, you know, it's not up front, the seed phrase stuff, like as an example, it's not, you know, something that they need to have knowledge of immediately but if once they start getting more familiar with the space then they're able to access it and able to you know do things as they grow as you know as they grow as a user so i think that's exactly the type of um approach should be that should be taken for web3 adoption um it should seem seamless it should just be like you know when you're you have a controller a game controller and you're just pressing a you know you're just pressing a <laughs> yeah no, and, exactly. And you, know, you know what's going on in the background. You know, it's yeah. just easy. Is that no. it, that easy? <laughs> Absolutely. And 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 sometimes it's it's kind of it's hard to take a step back. You know, like like we were saying earlier, when when you've been you know in the industry and you're you're used to certain things and you take you assume a lot of things and then you realize you know when you take that step back and you have these new users that are confronted with all these things. They're they're not uh, you know uh, used to it like you are and and uh, and it and it scares them a lot um, 
and and one of the things that that also I, I should mention is um, another big aspect of this is also uh, you know as it comes to pricing as well. Um, we had some uh, some big news uh, last week uh, around you know Circle Strategic Investment and how we're working really closely with them. Uh, and one of the big things uh, and and uh, you know unique things about Zion is is how we are you know fiat denominated, and what that means is. Uh, consumers are are uh, met with very familiar pricing. You know, it's 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 uh, denominated in dollars. Whereas, you know, if if a new user comes onto a platform and they see this weird token and fifty thousand, like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, what do you mean this thing is is, is it's fifty thousand tokens, or or yeah. you know, what do you mean from one day to the next this went down fifty percent? You know, like yeah, the, those those are things that that. Uh, consumers don't just don't want to accept right they uh, that that's not normal to them and and so that that was a big thing right for for us as well with with the the volatility of 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 assets um and and also just in general the it leads to a lot lot less speculation and a lot more of uh you know the 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 real use cases so yeah um, so and, yeah, and, and, yeah and and i know you're mentioning users but that also helps creators um, absolutely. It, absolutely yeah so it, it goes both ways like you're not only taking care of the users by making it easier more understandable but you're also taking care of your creators who are working so hard and then yeah you know some, yeah. some bad some bad news happens and you know the price drop 40 percent you know in a day or something like that's devastating especially when you work so hard to you know create something and then you're yeah, just you absolutely. know the market just messes you up so i i think that is such a, a great approach i do think that it that is how things should be done so um, it's really cool to see you guys doing that yeah no it, it, exactly and and you know that uh, we, we were talking to a lot of uh, of creators with uh, you know when we were building out some of these no code uh, solutions and stuff and 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 a lot of these things came from from those conversations with with those creators that were you know running into these issues like maybe some of them were a little bit more crypto native and were willing to take the jump but they they were still you know running into uh, you know how how do I make sure that uh, my my assets don't uh, completely depreciate overnight and 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 of course their user bases as well they're like how how can I onboard users that have never entered into the space and and so absolutely you know it's it's uh, I think it has effects at, at at all levels yeah so I I wanted to tell you guys also um, I was you know on your website earlier trying to do some research and I must say like you guys have one of the cleanest websites. It's simple, but it's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I did notice while I was looking at it, I was looking at your blogs. I noticed that you guys have so many integrations and you guys had like a really nice seed rate, you know, seed um, funding. Um, so like, I, I think a lot of people believe in what you guys are building in. So that, that is so cool to see. Um, could you tell me just, your experience as a team, seeing people believing what you guys are working on, seeing everyone wanting to integrate with you, like how must that feel? Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think, uh, you know, what's been really exciting is that um, what we're working on, we, we really, uh, we've gotten extremely positive feedback and, and just a lot of people resonate with it because they've either encountered those issues themselves or they've seen others encounter the, these exact issues. And, and, you know, everyone kind of knows like, uh, you know, rising tides uh, lift all ships, right? And, and, <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, when when more users enter the space, that's good for everyone. It was kind of 
kind of what we were saying earlier about about Bitcoin as well, right? It's not winner take all. It's not uh, you know this token's better than that token, etc. It's it's really just we're all building with a lot of the same uh, vision and, and the same mission in mind. And how can we get more people to enter the space and and to to learn about it and to interact and and so I think you know breaking down those barriers to entry uh, resonate uh, very easily with with a lot of people. And so we're we're very fortunate, uh, you know, to to have uh, such great investors uh, and, and partners in, in, in our corner, you know, with with uh, Animoca and, and Circle and Multicoin and, and Spartan Hashkey, all, all those all those uh, projects. And um, and yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's a big, uh, big theme for us and, and kind of on the on the integration side and, and what you're saying, I think, uh, you know, our team's been been in the industry for, for quite a long time and, uh, you know, know, know a lot of, of different projects. And even though what we're building in itself uh, is its own ecosystem, is, is very unique in, in its approach, uh, that still doesn't mean that uh, you, you can you do it all by yourself, right? It's very important uh, that you uh, that you're able to work with all the other projects in the space and build off of each other and um, and and, and you know that's that's one of the big uh, aspects, right, of, of uh, crypto in general is this uh, composability and and uh, and being interoperable. And um, so it's 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 been really really fun uh, to to be working on this uh, just just from that aspect alone, you know, and and, and working yeah. with with so many really uh, exciting projects and and um, you know brilliant people. Yeah, um, what would you say has been like? one of the hardest things that you guys have, have come across um, in, in y'all's two and a half years? That That's a good question. I think uh, w- one of the hardest things is that when, when you're in the industry and, and you're working on some of these things uh, and, and you're very entrenched and, um, and then, you know, you speak to people uh, outside the industry, their, their view on, on the industry is, is, is very different, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, it goes kind of with the market cycles, obviously, yeah. Uh, where there, the view becomes more and more and more negative, um, and and you know it's it, it it's not so much uh, uh, you know it's not so much that it's been challenging. It's it's just very interesting to see the the dichotomy between the two, and uh, and especially when we're trying to reach these these audiences, like how can you convince them if they already think, oh, you know, I think this this is a scam, etc. Um, and and I think that's that that again that that's at the heart of, of what we're trying to do is is both from from a functional perspective and a cultural perspective, you know, breaking down those barriers where uh, we we don't need to be using uh, foreign terms that people already associate with with different things, right? Things can be, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be called an, an NFT if if people, uh, you know. So that with what they think NFTs were in the past, um, so so that's been you know uh, a, a challenge, but but an exciting one of figuring out you know how how can you uh, onboard people that might already have a connotation uh, of of what the space means in, in general and um, yeah yeah no no hundred uh, um, percent I think I think you guys have the right mindset to to make it work and it's so good that you guys ha- are always thinking about your user base and just how, how can you make things more easy and facilitate things but I, I know that's a challenge to you know come up with the right answer because sometimes it might seem like it's it's hard you know you don't know what that is so I think that's um, great that you guys have that mindset though um, I feel like we've talked about a lot about what makes Zion unique but if I were to ask you 
what makes Zion unique? What would be like, how would you put it out there? How would you say it in simple terms? I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a good question. I think, I think the, the approach, uh, number one, is, is really uh, trying to, to take a step back and, and, and start from scratch, right? And, and think, you know, how, how can we rethink the, the, the whole experience? Uh, and, and, you know, we've, we've touched on a few of those, but, uh, from, from the moment that the user first, uh, interacts with a product that's built on your chain to, you know, the way that they continue interacting and the way that, um, you know, they, they can get funds onto the platform, et cetera, really, uh, thinking from, uh, a first principles, uh, perspective and, and obviously, you know, from the technological standpoint, uh, Zion is very unique in, in, in different ways as well. Um, but I think it's it's that approach that, that leads everything and, and everything behind that, you know, kind of falls into step after it. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, like you, you're tell, you've told me everything that Zion's doing now, but, you know, what's in store for Zion? What, what are y'all's, what's your future future goals for it? Yeah, uh, no, that's a that's a good question. So right now, you know, we are uh, currently in 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 a testnet phase and uh, really making sure that uh, everything is is working well, pushing the the chain to its limits, and uh, developing a lot of the the core infrastructure. Uh, we're working through some of our final audits on on our account abstraction, um, and uh, and yeah, we have a, a ton of exciting things in store. Uh, whether it relates to um, you know new features coming out, new partners, new integrations, uh, so you know lots uh, very 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 busy uh, as as always, and um, and yeah, we're we're you know very excited uh, to to be working towards towards mainnet and and beyond. I think the the vision for for Zion is is not you know uh, six months out or, or twelve months out. It's 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 many years out, and and uh, really uh, starting from a strong base is is important. And um, so doing everything we can, you know, to to make sure that's that's the case, and and working towards this vision of really making <clears throat> excuse me making uh, Web three accessible to to all, no matter you know their background, their technological uh, expertise or anything. Really, uh, with with that north star in mind. That's yeah. That that's um perfect. That's so good. And when um when is mainnet gonna happen? What's a, a plan? Because I don't want to hold you to that. Because that's always touchy. I, no, no. <laughs> it, it's uh, you know I, I think the, the the biggest thing for us is is uh, making sure that everything uh, at the infrastructure level is 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 good. And we're working through some of these final audits, and uh, everything looks looks great. So I think um you know it's it's looking like uh. uh by the end of this year or early next year, um, uh, mainnet is, is, is quickly approaching. So I think, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's very hard to, to pin down a date on, on some of these <laughs> things, but uh, things are, are really moving in, in, a, in a nice direction and, and, uh, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah, no, it, it really is. Um, if, you know, I, I'm excited hearing about this, what could I do to be more involved with Burnt and Zion? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, there's there's many different ways. I think obviously the first one is 
is for for people listening and um, to to follow follow along with uh, with the socials, uh, hop in the Discord and, and and join the community that's that's been uh, growing quite quickly. Um, you know, start uh, uh, interacting and and uh, we have we have a lot of really exciting things in store and, and ways for community members to, to get involved and and to be able to contribute and, and work on this project together. So um, yeah, lot, lots of different ways uh, and and excited to, to welcome some some new uh, new faces into the community and and you know work work on this all together. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you follow the burnt account. It's up here on stage. Um, make sure you, f- you follow it and, and John, and uh, that way you can keep up with what they're doing. Um, John, I wanted to ask you because I, I I saw that you guys have a studio. How does your studio work? Yeah, I think uh, that's. Um... I could have framed it a little bit better in the beginning, but when, when we were uh, approaching a lot of these things, we saw it as as there's both you know functional and cultural barriers, and and Zion, the infrastructure layer, is really solving for a lot of these functional uh, issues and and you know the the whole user experience. Um, but then you know on the cultural side, as I was alluding to a little bit with you know the the way that the the jargon and and the types of experiences and um, and you know what what's being built on top, I think. Uh, that that's another aspect and we're, we're kind of approaching things from from a bottom up and a top down uh, at the same time and and uh, you know Zion the chain is is kind of the bottom up and and studio is is kind of top down and uh, both kind of working together um, to to make this uh, a, a reality so um, so yeah it's it's exciting you know to to be uh, kind of uh, attacking the problem from 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 two sides from both ends yeah no that's it's it looks great. Um, you know, t- taking a look at it earlier, um, it it made me want to like in- look deeper into each one of these projects. So yeah, I I think it's it's pretty cool. So I was curious as to you know exactly how it was working and everything. So definitely a cool approach to attack this from both ends. Um, sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> No, no, I was just going to say thank you. <laughs> the team's, uh, team puts in a, a, a lot of work, so, you know, props props to them as well for, uh, let, for doing that. Yeah, let them know that random guy Eric is saying it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, do. <laughs> so um, one, one of the reasons, obviously, that we have you, you know, here tonight is because uh, Babylon is sharing its security, its Bitcoin security, to Burnt, to the Zion chain. Um, so... Um, what made you guys um, want to do that? Want to add BTC security to your network? Yeah, I think um, you know, with with what we're trying to build and and the audiences that we're trying to reach, uh, you know, security and is 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 always uh, top of mind. And uh, any way that you can go about uh, having better security for your chains and for for the high value transactions. Um, you know, is is always something we're looking towards, and and I think the way that Babylon is is approaching it is is very unique and and, and very exciting. And um, you know, when you when you look at the the team's pedigree, um, there's uh, there's you know a, a lot of a lot of thought has gone into it, and. Um, and so, yeah, I think uh, I think just in general, it's uh, something that really resonated. And uh, if we want to be, you know, onboarding uh, as, as many users as, as as we're trying to, and and uh, reaching, you know, the mainstream and and these mass mass audiences, it's very important to have that that trust and and uh, that that security, that stability, and and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm biased. I agree with what you're saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd no. be surprised if you were disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like th that's exactly what we hope to bring to chains is just, you know, that ease of mind. Um, they're, they're literally secured by the most secure asset in the whole planet, you know, so it's you can just go on and create what you need to and, you know, just rest assured that it'll be there the next day. So I, I think it really does um, provide everyone with that security blanket. Um, that so many times is missing. You just never know. Um, nowadays in crypto, sometimes you just get these, you know, crazy surprises. So uh, definitely nice to know that you have that security, that BTC security. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's been, you know, uh, fun working with the team as well. And, um, and uh, yeah, you can also let the team know this random guy, uh, Burnt Fondue, uh, <laughs> says good things about them. <laughs> I will, I will. I have a recording, so I'll be able to show them. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, John, is there anything um, that maybe I didn't touch on that you wanted to talk about, um, perhaps, or is there anything else you'd like to tell the audience before yeah, we, I think, we well, enter space? One, I definitely uh, want to, to thank the audience for uh, sitting through uh, and, and, and listening and, uh, and engaging. Um, I think we, we covered quite a lot. And, and uh, yeah, I want to thank you as well, Eric, for making this a, a fun conversation and, and being a, a great host and, and coming with with some great questions so thank you for for the time as well oh it, it's really easy whenever the guest is you know so easy to talk to and so insightful so you know right back at you john it's it was really fun to have the space with you tonight appreciate it appreciate it and and uh and of course uh you know we'll we'll be uh working closely with the team following along with your project and and best wishes with uh with everything yeah no definitely i hope that you know we'll be able to have a space you know couple months down the road just to see where both our projects are at and you know which we'll have more good stuff to talk about so looking forward to that absolutely all right um everyone make sure that you follow burnt socials uh make sure you follow john he seems like a pretty good guy he's uh, he's won me over i want to know him more so um make sure you do that uh support them the they their vision is pretty awesome you know it's all about adoption um so thank you everyone for coming here tonight and i think that's it for for us awesome thanks again eric no problem. Thank you, John. Good night, everyone. Bye, everyone.